Friends, the podcast and book club format about horror movies. And this week we have 47 meters down. Starting off, my name is Kyle. I'm Chris. I'm Dan. And I'm Jarvis. And the way this little old podcast is going to go is we're going to give you a little bit of history. We're going to talk about the movie. And then we're going to give you our patented spoopometer, spoop meter rating about this movie and how scared we were about it. Starting off, Mr. Dan. Got any history about this thing? Yeah. Uh, so 47 Meters Down came out in 2017. It was directed and co-written by Johannes Roberts, who is known for doing movies like the sequel to 47 Meters Down, which is 47 Meters Down Uncaged, Strangers, Pray at Night, and uh, Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. Hmm. Not a bad resume. Was that a good Resident Evil movie? Uh, from what I've heard, no. <laughs> what is fun about this one guys this is a harvey weinstein movie quick question guys do you like shark movies hashtag me too (laughs) 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 all right but our other co-writer for this is ernest riera and Ernest Riera is known for doing things like The Last Dolphin King, Nowhere, and he also worked with Johannes Roberts on 47 Meters Down Uncaged. So just moving straight on to other movies that we could have watched in 2017, we had Life, Cult of Chucky, and Gerald's Game. I actually like Cult of Chucky. Cult of Chucky was a little weak. Uh, life is really good for an alien I movie. I watch that so bad. For such a big budget alien movie, like I was super surprised at that one. Like I, I really thought it was going to be a lot less than what it was. But 2017, you get a check mark from Horrible Friends. That's a good year. And Gerald's game. Yeah. Yeah. A show favorite. Absolutely. Show favorite. Yep. Carla Gugino, degloving, had everything. Yep. I would never wear a glove with Carla Gugino. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> you, <laughs> you know, f- funny enough, um, in I, I have my phone set to French. So when I was looking up 2017 horror movies, all the names are coming up in French. <laughs> Gerald's Game is just called Jesse. Huh. Really? Mm-hmm. No, I didn't look into why. I just thought that that was... I mean, it's close. We should do a segment on things the French get wrong in our show. <laughs> Our runtime for this, I would love to see it. It's only about an hour and 29 minutes, so nice quick watch. Our budget for this, it was about $5.3 million, uh, but the box office was around $62 million worldwide. Mm, very nice. Yeah. The actors that we have in this. Uh, so we have Claire Holt, who's known for doing shows like The Originals and H2O and also doing The Vampire Diaries. And um, a little actress named Mandy Moore, uh, who's in the um, great movie, A Walk to Remember. I was about to say, this is just A Walk to Remember with sharks. It really is. (laughs) Instead of of brain cancer, though, it it is man-eating great white sharks. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, She's also done things like Tangled and Wreck-It Ralph. So, yeah. Um, I hate A Walk to Remember. 
but that's that's just me. I don't know, man. I had a, I had a lot of teenage girlfriends as a teenager, and I, I don't know. Well, good save. It's good, save. good save. Good save. Good <laughs> yeah. save. Yeah. That that was one that definitely like yeah it it, it graced the television as I was as I was just trying to it make it certainly out. always did, didn't it? Which is funny because it's like Christian propaganda. So it's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it is. But it's just like it's just like my life now, where like my wife will put on some garbage television. I'm just like, this is stupid. Fucking, I don't know why you watch this shit. And then like, I'll suddenly find myself like, wait, she did what to that girl? <laughs> wait, I thought she was dating what's his name? Oh, sh- and it, yeah, it happens quick. Stop making out with me. I have to watch the show. Get off of me, woman. Be gone, thought. I'm trying to find out what's going on with Tamara. Honestly, the same shit happened with me and Jackie when that show, like, Love is Blind came out on Netflix. Mm. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, this looks so fucking stupid. I can't believe you're watching this. And after a while, I'm just like, wow, really? She did that? (laughs) And I got sucked into it. My my show that happened to me with was uh, Sex in the City. I was like, babe, why are you watching Sex in the City? Come on. And then I was like, oh, my God, Sam did what this time? Dude, speaking of Sex in the City, the sharks in New York City are nothing compared to the sharks in this movie. Oh, yeah. what a nice what a nice transition. Thank you. So our filming location for this was in Dominican Republic. Uh, I read that it was something like they just had a they had a shark tank that was that was there and like a swimming tank that they had. But more importantly than that tank, we have our taglines. Yes. So here are our taglines. Our first one is no help above, no hope below. I can dig that one. Okay. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not yeah, like, like it's not zingy or, or funny, but it's it's good specific to the movie you know it, do- it doesn't feel overly vague it at least makes sense our next one we have is no way out no way up no chance in hell was that like a wrestler's intro music at some point <laughs> sure yeah <laughs> it's clunky yeah it's, it just keeps going it never yeah. stops it's like the first one but worse somehow <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't know. It feels like divorced dad garage for some reason. I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> to anyone else. It's like instead of like live, laugh, love, it's it's those three phrases, yeah. <laughs> which, which interestingly enough, me and Kyle both agree that this could be a Creed song. Oh, I'm absolutely. 47 meters. Yeah, I'm 47 meters down and I'm thinking maybe six feet is like 3.3 meters or something. Whoa, whoa this is America. <laughs> Calm down, Kami. <laughs> Uh, well, if you guys like those two, we also have no help, no hope, no escape. Yeah, all right. They got on the first one and they were like, more of the same. <laughs> Let's do the same thing again. I kind of like I kind of like that. You you said it strangely. I thought there was more. I thought there was a fourth one because you were like, no escape. And it was like left with pregnant pause. And I was like, oh, they're just going to keep fucking going, huh? No escape. Somehow worse. <laughs> how about in the ocean no one can hear you scream that's there a good one that one makes sense because you know you open your mouth and then water comes in you, you do die yeah. yeah and that's it and then you, you just do. die yeah except when you have the best masks in the world yeah yeah well yeah. speaking of the water what if you stay out of the water did they really yeah no that that's that's let's say wasn't that jaws, jaws? 
I'm pretty sure, yeah, that, I'm pretty be, sure that right? was a tagline for Jaws. Has to be. It's definitely derivative. I don't know. They're they're kinda they're kinda skirting the edge there. I'm looking, I'm looking. Uh I don't see stay out of the water. Just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water. Uh, yeah, that's that was it. So it's a skirt and a line. Okay, but how do you survive the world's greatest predators? How many more of these? How many more? <laughs> you know what? You know what, Jarvis? You asking that? There's no way out. There's no way up. There's no chance in hell. <laughs> <laughs> all right that's it that, that's all the tagline so now i i will be I, i'll be done i think you guys have had enough of this and pass it to jarvis oh, yep. there we go. <laughs> <laughs> sorry the shark got me i'm sorry guys i'm pretty stoked on this one uh i have been begging to put a shark movie on the docket for i i would i would almost say years at this point so we've done a few creature features to date. We've done alligators. We've done dogs. We, we yeah, creature features we've been kind of lacking on. And shark movies, I've always been such a huge fan. They really are kind of a genre all their own within the niche of horror. So I was actually super super excited to finally get this one done. So I wasn't expecting forty seven meters down, but when we spin the tiny wheel, you never know where it will land. So we'll go ahead and we'll get into this plot. So. Uh, as always, we will divide it into a beginning, middle, and end. Sisters Lisa and Kate are on a vacation in Mexico and decide to go cage diving with two local men. We meet the boat's owner, Captain Taylor. Kate has had one lesson in diving. However, Lisa has never dived, though the duo tell Captain Taylor that they are both experienced divers. Unknown to the crew and the girls, the winch supporting the cage is unsecured. Taylor sends Lisa and Kate down with masks that allow them to talk to them on the surface and to one another. They are soon surrounded by great white sharks when suddenly the winch boom breaks free, sending the cage careening to the ocean floor 47 meters below the surface and out of range of communication with the boat. Kate swims up seven meters to make communication with Captain Taylor, who tells them that they are sending down a spare winch cable to attach to the cage. Both women are now running out of air and soon see a flashlight in the distance. With Kate low on air from the previous swim, Lisa swims out to get the crewmate's attention, narrowly avoiding a shark's attack, and becomes disoriented about her position. I liked how they said the name of the movie a bunch of times <laughs> about this time. <laughs> the first time I was like, all right, we got a title. Uh, all right, we got the title again. Okay, we're still going to say the title. Yeah, right. uh, I, I hated the... <laughs> I hated the pre-plot before they decided to go and actually drop down because it's it's pretty dumb. It's talk to me. You you mean the reason as to why they're really yeah doing because it? she's boring. Mandy Moore's boring. There it is. It, yeah, and we couldn't agree I'm more. I'm going to show him that I'm not boring. Right. Yeah, and and uh, a boring person wouldn't just sit in a hotel room, right? Said the worst sister in the world. Like, <laughs> do you want to know some trivia yes. about? Uh, our good friend Stuart, who is oh, Lisa's the, now yeah. ex-boyfriend. It's Harvey Weinstein. It, it, well, that would have been interesting. Um, <laughs> uh, it was supposed to be, and it was actually cast, and all of his parts were eventually taken out of the final edit, but it was James Vanderbeek. Hmm. Really? 
took all of his uh, Dawson's Creek. Dawson's Creek. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, so the beginning of this movie kind of went a bit. Uh, it wasn't slow. It actually moved along kind of well. I don't know. It was just kind of. You know what? You know what really took me out of what? it was the um, the music, and mm. and probably the lines for it. Uh, the lines are. The lines start bothering me later into the to the movie, but the music is something out of like Zoe One Hundred and One on like Nickelodeon. Like it's just, it's it's almost like the director and like the producers were like, "All right, we spent all this money going on vacation down to the Dominican Republic and like getting a shark cage, so like we can't afford to get the Foo Fighters, but <laughs> we could get like." the poo fighters if you want and like <laughs> that's what we ended up with um the, yeah the the music literally takes me out of any scene that there's any meaningful dialogue going on because then it immediately cuts to the zoe 101 music and i'm just like out of it i, I can't i would say the dialogue is even kind of zoe 101 it, it, it's very surface level yeah you know even though sisters even though they're below the surface the dialogue was very surface <laughs> mm, indeed that was really good. <laughs> <laughs> it really wasn't. But thank you for the credit. Uh, it, okay, it's subsurface level, Chris. <laughs> thank you. Uh, but yeah, I I, I do agree because uh, I, I even wrote down that there's there's a lot of like really on the nose dialogue, like especially when they're in the cage. They're like, "Wow, it really takes your breath away," and I can stay down here forever. And I'm just like, "Oh, okay." All right. I mean, yeah. until you run out of oxygen, sure. But... All right, and. And uh, other things, I just everything pretty much that Mandy Moore says, she's like, I'm going to help you by putting my hand in this specific format and then doing the Correct. thing with the thing. <laughs> and it's like, OK, well, we could watch, too. It is a movie. We don't <laughs> I will now waste as much oxygen as possible yes. by explaining every muscle movement. Yeah, I, this is like when she's underwater, it's she almost has like it's not that she's scared in in her tone. It's more that she's like frantic all the time, and like I, it just doesn't work for me. Like, cause it just sounds it like someone with ADHD talking. Like they're just like, <laughs> like oh my god, I can't open it to get out of the cage. Like it's just, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot. That was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I would pose the argument that if you're forty-seven meters down under the surface of the ocean you may have some frantic tendencies my friend yeah, yeah but it's no no no. i hear that but it's just I, I don't know all right maybe it's just not coming off we could just cut this that's fine. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no 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 it's i i agreed with you i think that it's all it's just ba bad delivery i think is where it comes out of and obviously i think a lot of this is, is i think most of the lines in this especially when they're underwater is all adr so it was, you know, post post recording. They're not going to sit there the whole time and, and talk underwater because you just don't get a good read on, on right. sound quality. So right. maybe she's actually Mandy Moore. This is is actually better at true act, like like true in-person acting rather than going back and recording afterwards because it's a totally different feel or whatever. So maybe that's it. I don't know, but it, it's awkward. Yeah, because especially when they do a lot of the ADR, like it is a good amount of time later like from when they yeah. physically shot it usually it's like months later yeah and you know yeah it's hard to get back into that you know mindset that you were during filming i could also see that 
you know, like Dan mentioned with the budget, you know, we kind of spent all the money. So we really need you to do this ADR like really quick because we have to ship the movie tomorrow. We have two hours in this recording booth and that's it. (laughs) That's it. We got to go. So so please be frantic. It just it just didn't feel like other horror movies where like the people are frantic and scared sounding. It just sounded like the lines were like rushed and just like jumbled together for I don't know. Didn't work for me, but that's just me. Did you guys actually know that the air supply at that depth would have been right around 15 minutes of usable oxygen, breathable air? So you're saying I, I did know. So you're saying this movie should have been a lot shorter. It could have, should have, and would have in real life. Yes. <laughs> also, yeah. I, I, it, it's riddled with, it's riddled with inconsistencies, as most shark movies are. However, yeah. what this movie does have going for it is it's above average CGI, which somehow all shark movies are plagued with. Almost all, not all. But yeah, because I will say, uh, surprise, so because I, I didn't look at the budget beforehand, but hearing Dan just say five million, I was, I thought. You know, the sharks did look half bad for five million. I will say impressive. You know, a lot of like the, you know, little jump scares of the sharks could have been done better. Like I felt a lot of them kind of fell flat because it just seemed like it was just a quick little splash of no pun intended, like music and then just ah, shark. And that was it. Yeah. That and uh, I think they did a good job at the uh, endlessness of the ocean as we get later on, like the she she goes over the the cavern at some like cavern of right, the ocean yep. and like the the endlessness and the depth of the feeling of the ocean is there and I, I appreciated that 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 was a good uh special effect but yeah I, I think the shark was good but yeah I think just putting it together was a little I don't know something was off it was just clunky felt very clunky mm. yeah, like they had the pieces but it they just didn't fit it together as well as it could have been. I, I agree uh, on on most aspects. I like the fact that they were able to kind of add uh, multiple elements to kind of like poke fear in the audience because, you know, Kyle, you're exactly right. They, they, they kind of show like just the insignificance of you in that giant endless blue, dark, nothing. So the, the thalassophobic, I think that's how you say it, thalassophobia. Yeah, thalassophobic element was there. Obviously, it's you're in, in a claustrophobic setting haven't visited that word enough this season and of course you know fear of sharks so it it, it wasn't just one note the problem is that from this point from the point that they go subsurface and the wench breaks this kind of does become phone booth on the ocean floor with sharks a little bit huh yeah no that I, i see that perfectly actually Instead, though, of Kiefer Sutherland being a crazy maniac with a gun, it's an aggressive horde of man-eating great whites. So, honestly, it's it's way safer for them at that yeah. point because Kiefer Sutherland, that's a terrifying individual. Oh, yeah. Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland or shark what you, in the water. Which one are you going to run uh, from? Kiefer. Kiefer. I'll run into the yeah. mouth of the shark. <laughs> who names who? Who has a name Kiefer? Kiefer. No, he's got to be dangerous. Kiefer. I don't know what that I, yeah. I can't get a read on him. Dangerous man. Yeah. Dangerous What's that guy man. about? I don't know. I know what the shark's about. The devil I know. He might eat me. I I know the shark will eat me, but he might, eat me. might that eat scares me. me. <laughs> <laughs> I really I, I really like some of these parts because they are kind of comical. Like, uh, do you remember the part where 
uh, Claire Holt's character has to like take her mask off to fit outside the cage. And like her and Lisa are going back and forth. She's like, the gap in the cage is so small. Do you think you can make it? I was just thinking, <laughs> Jesus, Lisa, I had two rolls at dinner. I'm not that fucking fat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have taken off my gear. If we would have just died in that thing, that's fine. Oh, 100%. Can you imagine? Uh, no. no. Have you guys, have you, has anyone here done uh, scuba diving or free diving? No. No. None of you? No. Nope. So, no, I, for whatever I, reason, I like dry land. For whatever reason, Dan thought that you did, Jarvis. I have. Have you? Oh, I've done both. Swish. Um, and no, it, it's a lot of fun, but like it is incredibly, incredibly tense because. I think the furthest I've ever free dived was about fifth, maybe 15 to 20 meters, somewhere in there. And that was like my, like that, that was like the apex of my depth. And I felt like, like a mushy grape in the hand of a toddler. Like my brain felt like it was going to explode. So everything happening doesn't really capture the element of pressure that they have to be feeling. Hmm. And I'll tell you, you definitely did not sell me on it. It is a lot of fun, <laughs> but uh it, it's 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 a learned skill would you say that they might have been under pressure yeah no it had to happen it had to happen that's good <laughs> so what do we think of the what do we think of the boat crew guys we don't we don't get a, a ton of time with them but they seem halfway competent as a crew and yet yeah and yet they don't make sure you know the winch probably one of the most important pieces besides the cage itself is in good operating order. Like, you think that's on, like, you know, a safety check before you go out into the water. Yeah. Or, and, you know, and something. As anything. We, as we progress in the movie, too, it, it's multiple pieces of equipment are failing. It's honestly impressive how laissez-faire they have been about the preparation of this entire event. Like, this was clearly, like, bought on Groupon. <laughs> Captain Taylor's like, Javier, did you double-check the cables? Oh, see, boss, the cables have the hairs of the coconut. It was very on brand. I like it. That means they're frayed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Captain Taylor said, I don't know what that means, but <laughs> clearly everything's in tip-top shape. Yeah. Uh, I I legitimately thought that... Uh, that is, is this the part that... The, did the ship go away at this point? Or maybe not go away, but uh, she went up to look for or to, to ask for help already right correct um, yeah she's so, already she's already yeah, made yeah. the initial ascent to try to get uh comms with them and she she was successful i thought that was so funny i i thought that she goes up there and, and he's like no no go go back in the cage well we're definitely coming to get you don't worry just go back in the cage and sit in the cage I was like, oh, he just made her go back down. He's going to leave. They're just going to go. I thought it was the funniest thing. Honestly, it would have been better for them, right? I'm not, I'm I'm just saying here, man, their insurance, someone's getting fucking screwed. Not going to cover this. Yep. Insurance, come on. This Yelp review is going to be scathing and it gets worse throughout the movie. Yeah. My boring ex-girlfriend went on this trip and she never came back. And you know what? Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? She's not boring anymore. He's not nothing anymore. Wench broke, got stuck 47 meters down, had to get a second air tank. Sister died. <laughs> five stars would do it. Five stars would do it again. <laughs> we'll, we'll bring other sister. Yeah. 
would recommend to all tourists in the area. Bringing boyfriend next year. <laughs> so moving on to part two. Deckhand Javier attempts to usher her back to, towards safety, but is ultimately killed by a great white shark. Lisa takes the spear gun that he brought down, as well as the winch cable, and swims back to the cage. The spare cable is attached, but snaps, and the cage sinks back down a second time, this time landing on Lisa's leg, pinning her to the ground. Kate tells Taylor that they are low on air and Lisa is trapped. He sends down additional air tanks and tells them that the Coast Guard is approximately an hour out. He warns that the second tank may cause nitrogen narcosis, which can lead to hallucinations. Kate finds three flares to signal to the Coast Guard. As she returns to the cage, she's attacked and presumably devoured by a great white shark. Lisa uses the spear from the spear gun to pull a tank toward her and dons it, getting more air. Kate, injured, is losing a great deal of blood from the spear and is attracting more sharks. Lisa manages to free her leg and swims to Kate. Due to the nature of Kate's wounds, the sisters decide to swim straight to the surface using one of the flares to scare off the sharks. At the 20-meter mark, Taylor reminds them that they have to wait five minutes to decompress to avoid the bends. Kate accidentally drops the second flare, and when lighting the third, they realize they are surrounded entirely by sharks. This is the worst captain ever. He's so blasé so about bad. literally everything. <laughs> They're like, all right, how are you doing? Oh, we're there's a shark around here. All right, where is Javier? He He's dead. Okay, mm. <laughs> I'm sending the Coast Guard. I need Thank you to God. get back in. <laughs> like, it's just, there's a man that fell in the river in Lego City. Like, it's very... <laughs> Quite frankly, I didn't have the money to pay him for this outing, so that works out well for me. <laughs> that was my thought, too. He was like, well, hmm, his family will surely him. miss him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's e Even when she, like, when, when the captain later on drops down the second air tank, he's like, I could have done this a lot earlier and let you make the decision of when you needed it. But I decided to hang on to it because you're a woman and stupid. And, you know, you might just not think it through. I, it, it's just the, the captain's choices are, are very, uh, very strange. They're very bad. Very suspect. Yeah, I, I, I didn't think the captain was anything. I, I thought he was actually going to be the bad guy completely. And I, I don't like they were his sharks like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he trained those sharks. Yeah. I guess it's a common, it's a tourist trap, honestly. Yeah. He's not, he's not the bad guy, but he's not the competent guy either. You know, no, no. <laughs> he just felt like he was so inconvenienced by this. Like he's just hush. I could be back home by now, having dinner. But I think there's something. Yeah, I think there's something to be said about like a calm under pressure, you know, outward appearance as a captain versus like just the direct despondency of the situation. Like, uh, uh whatever. It would have been funnier if, like, the problem was kind of the other way around. If he was very attentive to the issue, and they were just like, we have a problem! And he's like, what? Tell me. Give me every detail. How can I help? And they're like, oh, never mind. Like, that would have been way fun. <laughs> that would have been way funnier to me. <laughs> no, no, tell me. I really want to know. No, everything's fine. It's... Just we'll figure it out. It. Just don't even worry about it, honestly. Like, it's it's fine. You, you wouldn't understand. Yeah. You wouldn't it's understand. fine. It's fine. Leave it alone. It's fine. Oh, God. Ow, my leg. I, I do want to say, though, uh, as, as much as I'm like talking shit, I actually like this movie. I, I thought that like these kind of moments for me personally worked where it was like high anxiety. Um, I, I found it kind of refreshing. You guys were talking earlier that like 
um, there wasn't a whole lot of shark attacks, but like to me, it felt like it was just the unknown and just that anxiety of like, it can literally happen at any time. And they're not really building the scenes up to be anything kind of worked for me. Um, yep. So, so I, I did, I didn't get to say that earlier, but yeah, I, I, at this point watching this movie, I've thoroughly enjoyed myself. You like to be shark cooked. I get it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about cooked. Certainly, they're they're edging me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really did like the 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 visual of lighting that last flare and just seeing all the sharks around. Oh, them. yeah, that was, yeah, good. was good. Visually, was probably really good. my favorite part in the whole thing. <laughs> Although when she did drop the one, I would have been like, "We are so you had one. We are almost there, and you <laughs> drop it." But we know this. This is a part of her character. She also drops the the camera at the very beginning oh, yeah, as well, right. and that yeah. And, and Kate's like, "Well, you got to go get that." And the shark just gobbles it up, and she's like, <laughs> "Not yeah. not through with that." Which I can't <laughs> wait for him to shit that out. <laughs> yeah, you know that's the first jump scare. There's there's like three or four decent jump scares that that kind of stick out, and they weren't bad. Honestly, they weren't bad. Yeah, there was the one that was telegraphed pretty heavily where she uh right after Javier gets gets eight and the shark is uh chasing her. Chasing Right, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, I think she's chasing her. And uh yeah, she like ends up in a small little cave and the, it's like, Oh well the shark come the shark of course the shark's gonna yeah. come. The shark's gonna go Rah! Yeah, it always that always dead. comes through the fucking tiny hole in the coral. Yeah, yeah, in the coral bed. I agree. I think I think it is funny if <laughs> if this was all masterminded by Captain Taylor to finally get rid of Javier. I bet he tried. I bet, I bet, I bet he's tried to fire this guy like twenty times. Like fired? What do you mean I'm fired, boss? I was coming the water like you told me to. Wait, what? <laughs> cha cha charming. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That was looking yeah, he, he's talking with the other guy. I don't even know who the other guy was, not Javier. And he's like, I have to find a way to get rid of Javier. And he's like, well, will you do anything like kill two women? Yes, I will do anything to get rid of Javier. <laughs> well, we just got a ping on our Groupon, so I think this could yeah. work. I'm just on the boat. Just I really like this uh, angle. Now I would uh, like to see a camera on the ship. Like I need to see that one where it's like the oh, captain's yeah. like, all right, I finally fucking got rid of him, and then they're like, hello, fuck, god damn it, no, <laughs> shit. He's he uh yeah yeah he the, the the ladies drop down. That's why like when she comes up halfway, he's got like a magazine in his hand. He's like, oh yeah, <laughs> uh, you gotta go back down yeah. to the cage. Don't come back up. Yeah. Don't do not don't. come back up. <laughs> Did you feel out the forms? We're writing a better movie. You're going to need yeah. to fill out the forms <laughs> down there. There's a procedure, yeah. ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> Not me. I'm just following the policy. <laughs> I love how instantaneously... And, you know, I, 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 I recognize that this is, like, a survival movie as much as it is, like, a shark horror. Because it has a lot of elements. So I try to, like, respond responsibly to like what the girls are doing in the movie but it's just it was so fucking funny how quickly she like loot crated javier as soon as his body <laughs> is just floating away she's like this is mine and this is mine and this is mine and go yeah i think we use the word looted his body as well like <laughs> so dan and i watched like the the latter half of this movie together and uh yeah i, I think looted was the word 
<laughs> like no regard did not give a shit no she wasn't even he... gonna mention it to the captain she was just like she was like yeah we're really struggling down here and he's like what happened to javier who yeah oh, oh i haven't, I haven't seen him <laughs> he was, yeah. I, I don't know <laughs> yeah it's not like you know he only kept 20 bucks on him dude fuck that captain i'd lie to him too <laughs> they dropped them twice not once yeah. but twice that's ridiculous and right, was just like you know what get the second witch javier said it was just as good as the last coconut wire so i think we're fine that's the thing it's javier's fault yeah so i don't know if it's the captain the captain's just trying to get rid of the loose end and the loose end was javier the, the loose end now is every javier... piece of equipment on that fucking boat yes <laughs> yes every bolt every bolt every <laughs> screw Every nut, Javier took care of that already. It's in the water. But. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just imagine? Uh, it sounds like he's out there chumming the water. Uh, uh, I don't think he's doing it right. Oh, if he if his name was Plankton, he could own a restaurant called the Cum Bucket. Oh my <laughs> fucking god! Yuck. Guys, do you know what's more important than oxygen? Limbs? No. The continued growth of our sisterly bond, because thank God. <laughs> They decide to use all of their oxygen on substandard dialogue that furthers along a storyline that absolutely nobody cared about. Not one. Not one audience member. Look, it's not a competition, okay? <laughs> well, all right. Well, not for you. <laughs> uh, all we know about their relationship is that Kate believes that Mandy Moore has a great ass. That's all I remember from their, yes. their conference, especially the beginning of the movie. She, she gets out of the and she's like great ass yeah that, that's and that carries sure. the rest of the movie yep. the whole movie that's what the sharks were saying to each other as they were swimming by yeah that's why they let her hey, live lisa yeah. i've always looked up to you because of that great ass <laughs> <laughs> all right moving on to our third and final act as the third flare dies out taylor yells for them to drop their gear and make a break for the surface while they swim as fast as they can one of the sharks bites Lisa's leg, but she escapes. Both women make it up to the boat, but Lisa is attacked again after she surfaces. She fights and sticks her fingers in the shark's eye, and it releases her. The men pull the sisters onto the boat, saving them, and start patching up their wounds. It is revealed that Lisa has been hallucinating this whole time due to nitrogen narcosis, and she's still at the bottom of the ocean with her leg pinned under the cage. The Coast Guard divers arrive to rescue her and carry her to the surface. Lisa begins coming out of her hallucination, calling out to Kate. When Lisa looks around for Kate, she realizes that her sister is not present and begins crying, remembering that Kate was killed by the great white shark. And that's how the movie ends. A very sad ending. Yeah. Yep. How did we like the ending? Right? Because they did they did the classic hallucination thing. So I were we happy with the ending ending? Or should they have left it there? Your thoughts. I actually liked everything that they did. I figured that she was hallucinating. And then I actually got caught up in the scene of her hallucination. And I was like, oh, yeah, come on. Get out of there. Come on. Get out of the water. And then I was like, fuck. I knew it was a hallucination. Even, God damn it. Even though you had already committed to like, all right, this is definitely not yeah. real. But you were still like, oh, fuck. Yeah, go, go, go. And that just ends. And I'm like, oh, man, that's sad. See, I. I think I would have liked it better if it was just her like hysterically laughing and in the background the captain as he did just goes, You're drunk. Stop 
<laughs> I don't know what he you're talking up about. Wakes in, in an alleyway instead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she wakes up on the back of the Skyrim cart for whatever reason. Yeah. It's just oh good, you're oh, finally you're awake. Finally awake. <laughs> Since they went that direction, though, like I was, I don't know if I liked it better that they came out of the hallucination and there was kind of like a second part to the ending where the Coast Guard rescues her. First off, they come in like a SWAT team diving you know like they were gonna you mean they were gonna go in with guns and shoot the sharks yeah are they gonna bound behind fucking sea turtles and like lay down cover (laughs) no it was you mean it was seal team six yeah yeah seal (laughs) 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 no i i I was confused by the that whole thing i not not because it didn't make sense like it, it makes sense sure the rescue team came i was confused why they'd elected to go that route because for me, the the, hallucin- the hallucination ending was always there. It was always building toward that because he was, you know, Captain Taylor was always dropping like, you're going to get bubbles in your brain. You're going to die and you might hallucinate if you breathe the second tank of oxygen. They, they were setting it up for this ending. And they could they could have left it there with Mandy Moore just laughing in, you know, her psychosis and just sort of fade, you know, camera pan out, yeah. fade out. You can see maybe flashlights coming, but I, I felt like an ambiguous ending would have been better in this case. Yeah. I don't even want the flashlights. I just wanted to, like you said, ambiguous. I want her down there just laughing with like, you know, staticky right. radio chatter coming in. Like that's, that's a, yeah. It was a beautiful transition that they did in the boat, you know, with her looking at her yeah. hand and yeah. And she sees like the blood kind of floating away from her injury from the spear. I really, I, yeah. I enjoyed that. And I think artistically, with them if they were just to end it with her in like that state of you know psychosis i i think that would have been a satisfying ending the only ending that could have been better is if the entire time she's still hallucinating but it's because she took like a bunch of cough medicine and she's just jumping and flailing around in like the fountain within the the resort (laughs) lobby and just she's like screaming tiburon tiburon that's spanish for shark by the way oh yeah and then we Oh, and then we all see like Javier. He like comes out of nowhere, and Javier's just been like the guy that's been trying to help her get out of there this whole. Yeah, he's time. like he's like the bellboy. The the captain is like the police officer, like trying to like talk to her through like. <laughs> yeah, get, get out of the get out of the fountain, Man, through like a bullhorn, just like get out of the fountain. That's why she's hearing it on the radio. Yeah. Look, this, yeah. is, this is all making sense. I actually think, and I would have almost preferred as an ending is as their like they're getting saved we see a shark head slowly start to come out of the water and as they're starting to freak out it's a severed shark head and there's javier with the spear in his mouth but he's holding the shark <laughs> head like a trophy that would, that, that's an ending i fucking got him <laughs> what if we just did like a spongebob thing where mrs puff is like falling and we just do all these endings and then we just stop the movie just randomly all right I'm, I'm falling, guys i'm falling down the whole bath I did. Yeah. I, overall, though, I, I just felt kind of cheated. Like the hallucinations can sometimes be like a, a cheap story mechanism, but I felt like this was one of the rare examples where it like would have been totally appropriate. Yep. Though, like Dan, like I was totally like enveloped in like the idea of them trying to escape. I was, <laughs> I was just thinking the funniest circumstance though would be because you know like how the captain the whole time he's like it's not safe, it's not safe. I was hoping he would be like, it's not safe. You need to understand, we've been adding more chum to the water to bring more sharks to fight off the old ones. It's a foolproof plan, ladies, but we need time. Then big shark, biggest shark. 
We need the biggest shark yeah. to show up. Yeah, that and that's when that Jason one. Statham shows up and goes, "It's a megalodon." That wow. <laughs> <laughs> we're making things happen in this <laughs> in this podcast. Wait, Jason Statham's not driving a car. He that's... is underwater. No, that's yeah, also... no, he is. The car's underwater. Oh, it's a Lamborghini. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, okay. No, it's a Seabergini. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking quit. I'm done. Podcast over. I'm out. Uh, one, I do have one other thing. I do want to applaud this, um, applaud this movie for. I guess that's kind of two things, but it's at the same scene. Um, when they do the first person perspective, when she gets turned around on that little island piece, I think that part is very cool. Um, I, I have like a fear of the unknown. So like that fear of the ocean and all that. So at that part, it was just terrifying. Just everything looks the same in every direction mm-hmm. and you can't see under you. You can't see above you. You just have no idea. So just that kind of fear. I think it really captured that type of anxiety very well. Um, yeah, yep. really enjoyed that part. Beautifully said. Yep. Yeah. Like the, the disorientation with like the marriage of like the debilitating threat of sharks everywhere and you're just in the middle of the ocean like they they hit all the marks that you would expect them to exploit in a horror movie about being kind of stuck on the bottom of the ocean floor well bringing it back to good old dan what do we have oh for God, our God, you guys want to give this back this to time? me oh no yeah it's been a rough <laughs> episode got, for me man <laughs> it, I, I have one if you don't no so. i i do i do i know you do um, I, I'm, I'm sure you do but I would still like to hear yours, actually. You first. Okay. Oh, wait, me first? Yeah, you go you first. first. Uh, I'm assuming... Uh, maybe I got it right. This is my guess. Uh, do any of us know how far down you have to go before you start getting the bends? Isn't it only like 15 or... No, like 20 meters or something like that? I just know how much Taco Bell I have to eat before I get the runs, but I know that's very different. <laughs> it's close. It's close. It is close. I know. Say, almost, it, almost the same amount of fear, honestly. I know how far I have to run to get to a Taco Bell. <laughs> I would say, like, in meters, right. it would be, like, roughly the same as the dollar amount in Taco Bell. You know, like, 25 <laughs> meters, $25 <laughs> worth of Taco Bell. Oh, e- e- yeah. for Equal level of disaster. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's uh 30 feet or 9.1 meters. So uh, out of 30 feet. What would you that that's mine? That's my poopometer. What do you got, Dan? Oh, all right. So I just wanted to go simple. So like if if you were a shark, you were a great white shark. Um and so look, great white sharks can swim up to thirty five miles per hour. So how how fast would you swim to go and watch this move? Like if you were a shark. Like, you know what I mean? Hell yeah. Like uh huh. Like, you're not a person excited to watch this. You're like, yeah, yeah, hell yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm going to watch some hot shark action. They're going to eat some stupid ass people. Like, hot shark action. This. Oh, yes. Yeah. Spray the, the eggs and we all deserve. that stuff. Just like, yeah. just like fish. Yep. I've definitely watched a movie like that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, so if you were a shark, how fast would you swim? Zero to 35 miles per hour to get to this movie. Zero to 35 miles an hour. Uh, I would say that actually being scared wise, it was that the last phobia, as you said earlier, Jarvis, that that that's what this that's this movie that this, the sharks are almost secondary to the to the, the last phobia. So like if you got that fear, 
um it's it's boopy uh i would give it i would go 15 miles an hour it was a it was quick if it was any longer of a movie i I would not go as fast I, i'd slow down uh but otherwise yeah i think it's a totally reasonable film had a bit of spoop from an uneasy feeling but it was an okay movie uh i'm gonna give it a solid 20 miles per hour maybe 22 um it had a, some good moments but it was mainly like i know we said before it was the tension it was the anxiety that got me a lot and made me feel uneasy and i really do enjoy that um the sharks look pretty good um although i do kind of hold everything to like you know the jaws you know level but no it was good i just yeah some of the acting could have been better but that could have just been adr issues but you know solid movie otherwise they have 22 miles per hour i i would say i i agree overall i'm, I'm gonna go about 19 out of 35 not because it's a bad movie it, it just i don't know it, it felt a little more like b level shark movie to me you know it and it doesn't suffer from quality i think the visual visually it's it's fantastic just overall um i think the story kind of suffered and that's what sort of takes me out of it uh we, we don't get a lot of character development we do we do get some decent jump scares i just think if they built the what the audience stands to lose a little more that would have kind of helped me lean forward into caring a little more for these jump scares but overall 19 out of 35 um yeah i would go like i think i would also go 15 um I think this was, I think it's a fun movie with flaws. Um, I think there's a lot of things that I liked about it. And without rambling too much, I think the, I, I agree with a little bit of everything that everyone said. I agree with Chris. I think the acting was probably fine, but it probably just had to do with uh, the voices. And, um, you know, I, I think that there, like Jarvis said, there's a lot of aspects that were really good in the horror for this. And like Kyle, I give it a 15. So, um, yeah. Well, if that's all that everybody has to say about this good old film, I am going to wrap it up. And by that, I mean, I'm going to say thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for following. Thank you for having a great time with us. Uh, I also want to thank Andrew Cavanaugh and I want to thank Connor McLeod. You can find their information inside of our, podcast description they do our music do our art you know great folks uh and um yeah so i guess chris uh what do you want to say to all the sharks out there thanks for stopping by and having a horrible time What Would you believe we? it's still in? What the ends? fuck are we? <laughs> okay, all right. Man, that's a deep question. What are we? <laughs> I thought we changed to the Chris Gaines. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. <laughs> Wait, you guys don't have notes on Garth Brooks? <laughs> of course I have well, notes. Oh, what do you take me for? Of course I have notes on Garth Brooks. I have notes right here ready to movie. talk about ready to talk about yeah, uh, because the background the it doesn't you know? show your notes it just it doesn't see your notes God, what kind of horde do you take yeah, me for dan 